This is the Bone Collector, Dominic Greeny. You're listening to Wrestling Cheers. Don't turn that dial or I'll choke you out. Taking your way in the world today Takes everything you got Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to go where you can see that troubles are all the same And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and we're all here with a little bit of Fago. This is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things in our Northeast style independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for this Friday's AIW show, Baby, It's Too Cold Outside, live from the Odeon and also available on Fight TV. I am your host, I am Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your ever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, a desire, WrestlingCheers at Gmail. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said, this is a preview episode for AIW's Baby It's Too Cold Outside. Told you I'm Justin Summers. And being joined this week with Charlie. Whoop whoop. What's up? Uh, I'm so pumped for this show. So pumped. Yeah, I'm moderately excited, but I really like the entire match card. It's really, really good. Oh, absolutely. And uh one match that, as of this recording, that's not fully announced is a match I'm really looking forward to. So that's going to be awesome. But yeah, I'm really excited about ICB being there. And uh, someone who's not, we have Stacy. <laughs> hey, man, how's it going? It's uh, going great. Times two, I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> you're not excited? Uh, man, we'll get there. <laughs> you don't like rapping Kiss? No. Nah, <laughs> man, look, I. When we talk about ICP, we'll get there. I, I'm glad they're there. That's all. Well, they're not in a match, so we could easily start off with uh, what will probably be my guest of the year when we do the uh, review episode of 2019. The Insane Clown Posse, Violent J, and Shaggy Too Dope will be the guests for Baby It's Too Cold Outside. I mean, we have Too Cold Scorpio. But to make a huge, huge splash, fucking Thorn booked the Insane Clown Posse. This has, did. This has been such a divided and mixed reaction among uh, wrestling fans and whatnot. I will say it definitely has made money because my best friend who's not a wrestling fan is coming to the show with me. I know a couple people from Cleveland who are ICP fans. They're Juggalos. They're coming to this show. And there's definitely more like us, but I don't. I think it's still going to be a lot of AIW regulars, according. I mean, that's what Thorne's saying too. But I'm I'm pumped for it. We'll we'll start with Stacy. Your your thoughts on the uh, the Wicked Clowns? So here's the thing, man. I've never enjoyed one moment of their music. I think it's awful, right? Like it's just it's not for me. You can like it if you want to. 
but it's it's not for fucking me. It's just I look. I like hip hop. I like metal. I like punk. I like all horror? kinds of shit. You like horror, I, and they're horror. I, yeah, horror rap music, horrorcore. Yeah, yeah, sure. There you go. What they aren't is what I consider to be listenable. So uh, like for me, my only interest in the fucking clowns is that I found out about Japanese deathmatch wrestling because of the insane clown posse. Mm-hmm. So to me, would I ever go to one of their shows? I was at like part of one gathering once because I got him for free. Um yeah, I would never go to one of the fucking shows ever. Like for free, I wouldn't go to the motherfucker. Uh it sounds like a circle of hell. But I respect what they did in wrestling and what they did for wrestling mm-hmm. and and for my experience in wrestling. So for them to be at a wrestling show is the only fucking situation where I would ever want to be around ICP. And I completely get why you would bring them in. Anybody who's like, "Oh, this is this is ruining AIW. Fuck out of here with that noise. That's dumb as shit. Ride that horse right the fuck out of town. This is smart. It's smart to bring them in. It's not going to ruin anything. Uh, they, you know, they're going to do business. They've already done ticket sales business. It's whatever, man. Good, good for the folks who like ICP. Uh, and, you know, for the people who are somehow convinced that this is a terrible thing ah, man chill out the have way, a drink and fucking enjoy yourself <laughs> the way i've explained it i mean on, on both ends of the spectrum there's a bunch of musical acts i don't care about uh, i'll throw out one that i know a lot of people love but i don't think they have any connection to wrestling uh, my chemical romance you know if they were to show at aiw hey if that fucking sells tickets that's awesome if you like them that's awesome but for me they're a band that i could never stand but then the flip side with wrestling, yeah, there's there's been a lot of guests that like I don't care about, I don't get, but like uh, let's go with uh, Laparca. Laparca wasn't my cup of tea, but Stacy, that was one of your favorites. So uh, yeah, so Fuck yeah, it's definitely to each their own. It's weird because they are so polarizing to where like fans are just like, oh, this is gonna be so bad and this is so dumb. It's like, and I think I've heard someone connect Cornette to all this. And I was just like, fucking Joey Janela, ICP, Marco Stunt, and Justice and Bishop going off the balcony. They don't fucking give a fuck about Jim Cornette at any point. So Nobody should give a fuck about oh, Jim Cornette. I'm so tired yeah. of hearing about Jim Cornette. I'm fucking mad you mentioned him. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. He's an old fucking man who knows a lot about old wrestling and should stay the fuck out of current wrestling. Unless it's to sit around and tell people about old fucking wrestling. That's what he should be doing. Whatever. He's, he needs to go have weird sex with his wife. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I do, he doesn't matter. What matters is that this was a smart business decision. It's making a lot of people happy. It's making a very small amount of people unhappy. And at the end of the day, uh, there's two shows in February next year. Uh, so I don't, I don't really think anything's, damaged with AIW from yeah. having ICPN. Charlie, how are you feeling about all this? So, uh, when I was younger, I, I loved ICP uh, during the, you know, the original Joker's cards. Um, I kind of got out of them when I got older. Listen to them here and there. Uh, they, they did not hold up. I mean, some of their stuff did, but not a lot of it. 
I'm okay with this. Like it, like it's like uh, Stacy said, it's a smart business decision, and it is what it is, man. Like if I had the money, I'd probably do the meet and greet just because, hey, that I don't have to go to one of their like ridiculous shows to meet them. Uh, I at this point would never go to a show, but like to see them here would be like, okay, I could do that. Um, it is what it is, man. Like I'm okay with it. I think it'll be fine. I don't. Thorn has never would not intentionally steer the ship into an iceberg, so I think we're fine. I, I just people just are already losing their minds about nothing. Dude, they did a they did a live Stranglemania thing at the first Starcast. I was there. The place wasn't like inundated with fucking juggalos because ICP was there. It wasn't like some tragic thing. They had fun. Everybody seemed to have fun around them. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, whatever. I don't like I said, I don't care for the fucking music at all. Like at all. I don't even like a little bit. Not chicken hunting fucking nothing. But having them there doesn't hurt anything. And it gives people an opportunity. Like I remember when was it you Summers, you paid some fucking stupid money to do that thing in Kent when they played the outpost, right? Both times, hundred bucks each. Each time. Yeah. And that was plus, on top of your ticket, right? Yeah, plus a ticket, which I'm trying to remember. It was either like 20 or 30 bucks for a ticket, not which is like on the ticket market, that's fairly cheap compared to other shows out there. I'm granted, but the outpost is small, but I think that's what the, all the tickets were running. But so think about this. So you said you paid 25, 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. A general admission ticket for AIW, $25. I promise you. The meet and greet ain't going to be a hundred fucking dollars and John wouldn't have agreed. I just can't imagine a scenario with somebody no. who's not like, I don't know, like fucking stone cold. <laughs> Rick Flair, where you would ever think that it was, you know what I mean? Like he's not dumb. So it's going to be a cheaper meet and greet than that. As far so, as, as far, hold on, as far as I understand, and this is what Thorne has kind of mentioned a couple of times, but there hasn't been an official post that it's going to be the Kevin Nash rate, which was 25, 25, 40. So twenty five for a picture, twenty five for an autograph. You do the combo, forty bucks. That is sixty dollars cheaper than if you went to one of the dumb fucking shows and did that yeah. VIP thing. But then again, there are extra perks for that meet and greet. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of extra perks at an ICP show. I mean, <laughs> that's great that you don't like them. I mean, to me, they were like kind of cool perks. Or sometimes, like the first time I went, I got a, a oh, DVD. Man, that went right over your head. <laughs> oh. I, I got it i'm over here dying oh. i'm sorry i don't get a lot of drug references because that took me a minute because well it's fucking doom so i don't get it <laughs> anyway um there are like I, I no matter what i was going to mention that there are perks so it is a little higher but when the main reason you're really doing it is for the meet and greet to meet them too it's it's going to be not only cheaper it's going to be a little more personal. When I, I went, there was a, like a certain time we had to wait by this particular door at the outpost and like you're all put in a line and like everybody goes in and does uh, autograph first real quick and then everybody does a picture first real quick. And it, it's hard to carry on a conversation with them. Like I think this would be a little bit better. It's still not going to be like you're going to be talking for them for five minutes, but you can get a little bit more in and all that kind of stuff. So that alone is going to be worth it. And I'm still doing the fucking meet and greet, and I met him twice. Yeah, man. I hope I hope a bunch of people show up. And I mean, another thing to consider is the dude who who manages the Odeon is a juggalo. So I'm sure he's stoked as fuck about this. 
He's, oh. a, he's a juggalo, but he won't allow them to bring Fago in. <laughs> Which would you want oh, to no. let them? <laughs> I've I've seen the aftermath of that shit. I I don't know when they did it, but ICP did switch to uh, Diet Fago at a certain point because I think way back in the day it was always regular shit, regular shit, regular shit. And then the past few times I went, it's nothing but diet. So yeah, it's so so it's not as sticky. And everything else that it would it would fucking do to a place. So I get it. And so repeating for anybody who hasn't listened to the AW podcast, uh, don't bring Fago. Uh, you will be it'll be immediately confiscated, or you'll be told to take it back to your car. And that's kind of how the Odeon is with a lot of their rules. Like it's not even just if it was Fago. A lot of times they don't allow you to bring that outside stuff because they have their own refreshments and everything, and they don't like a regular business. They don't want you to bring that shit in. Yeah, well, you know what, man? Nobody wants to go to a Gallagher show, right? Like, nobody wants to have to put the plastic down over them <laughs> so some other asshole can make a big mess. Like, that's not fun. Yeah. Uh, this isn't that. I mean, Fago was never a thing with ICP and wrestling. It's a thing with ICP and their bad music. So I I understand keeping that separate completely. Yeah, and to kind of uh, like uh, wrap it up, like my my experience with them as a whole – because I can see both sides of a, of this whole shit with them. Because I was a juggalo in late elementary school and in the middle school and then a little bit of high school. And then I got out of them. Bad experience at the 2003 Gathering of the Juggalos. If you want the full story, go to Super Fantastic. And there's a early this year, there's an episode where I go into detail about it. But last year, I got back into them. And personally, I have no regrets. And... Yeah, I can see, like, why they're hated and all this shit with them, because I know how the fans can be, but at the same time, it's it's kind of what Stacy was mentioning before we started recording. People are just fucking dumb, and that's that doesn't – that's not a fan base. That's just a lot of motherfuckers. So, yeah, are there bad eggs? Of course there are. But as a whole, no. And I, I think the, the Juggalos that are coming in that aren't wrestling fans – or might not be as big of wrestling fans, they're going to be no worse than the Barkley Nation. And those motherfuckers, let's be real. If if you're showing up to the show just to do the ICP shit, you might stay through like two or three matches, and then you're going to peace the fuck out and enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Like, oh, I went and met ICP. I did this thing. I'm not really into wrestling. I'm out. Oh, yeah. Like, or even what we were talking about, like, okay, they paid a ticket price and the meet and greet price. Uh, if they did general mission, that's GA20 right now? If it's a group, I think it's 20. I think it's Well, I'm just saying if it's 20. Okay, okay. Otherwise. Okay, 25. That's fucking 65 bucks. That's still cheaper than a, than a, a regular show meet and greet. So, boom, you do your shit. And then you walk out and you, you don't feel cheated because – I mean, you're not connected to that, to the wrestling. I've, I mean, I went to a show like that. I went early for meet and greets and I left. I wanted to stay for it, but uh, prior plans made it where like I could only go to that. And that's kind of what I wanted to go for because there's people there that I wanted to meet. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I really don't think this crowd is going to be drastically different than a normal crowd. Yeah. Uh, I just, I like you said with people on the internet. I saw people this week lose their dumb fuck minds on the internet about this, and it's just, man, okay. And some of the people are like people I've never seen at AIW or people who live in other places. Like, okay, well, thanks for your opinion, asshole. <laughs> thanks that when, you contribute zero. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Yeah, when it's the people from the other state, 
because I've seen some of those too. It's like, well, did you really fucking matter? Like, were you going to buy this show at all? And then at the same time, if you if you were, well, there's plenty of people that's going to quote take your place. Well, yeah, and I mean, I, I realize people in other places are, are who's buying fight streams, but like an ICP meet and greet is going to affect you buying yeah. a live stream of wrestling. Like, come on, I, man, that's I mean, not. It's speculative whether they're going to be on the show. I think they were, when they were talking about on the AW podcast this week that they're going to potentially at least say hi. So I mean, just sure. just because hey, that they weren't advertised. So granted, you can't. You couldn't show up to the mean greed if you're watching the fight stream, but hey, here here's them. They didn't say it, but if I mean if that happens, it's gonna be interaction with somebody. And that can just get a whole different realm of like talking about of stuff of what could happen. And we're not necessarily gonna do that. They're gonna be there. I'm happy. Charlie So so. Stacy doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, and man, <laughs> here's the other thing too. If, if for as far as somebody being brought in with wrestling credentials, they were in fucking ECW. They were in WCW. They were in WWF. They were in fucking TNA. And I think they were made an appearance in Ring of Honor once. All correct. Who the fuck else has done that? Mm -hmm. And as far as I had heard from wrestlers who have worked GCW, not GCW, JCW, that they would always pay well. So they were at least also giving back to the business at that point of being like, we're going to help you survive. We appreciate what you do. Like, they're not a, a big company. I mean, they're fairly well-known, but, like, I don't know anybody that's like, oh, did you catch that last GCW, uh, JCW? Fuck, it's been so much GCW that now I'm just programmed to say that. But JCW, like, no one really talks about it, but that's that's fine. But still, there's enough, like you said, credentials on, on that shit alone. Dude, honestly, the thing that I would want wouldn't even require them to be out in front of people. It wouldn't even be for the crowd in the building but would be for those two fuckers to do commentary on yep. a match like whatever match is going to be the roughest have those two do the commentary or you know a comedy match if there's one you know i that's what i would want is for them to do some strangle mania style commentary god if, if they weren't going to be busy during the pre-show because obviously they're gonna be doing the meet and greet stuff I would love to hear them do commentary in a pre-show match. Then they take that match, put it on the DVD, and you have to buy the DVD to watch it. Oh, look at that marketing. Yeah, man. Uh, any of that shit would be cool. Like, there's any wrestling thing that ICP does, I'm super fucking pro. Because those guys have been, like I, like I just said, they worked fucking everywhere. They were in every fucking fed almost mm -hmm. ever. And now they've been in AIW for a night, so fuck yeah, it's cool. People need to chill the fuck out. I mean, and I fucking, I fucking hate their music. Like, be like me if you fucking hate their music. <laughs> just accept that this is a thing that's happening, and it's not going to hurt you at all. That it is, it should technically um, benefit you. Like, if you don't like them, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not doing the mean greed stuff, but that brings in more money for AIW, and that could lead to a bigger, better guest, bigger, better things like. It's all for the good. It could, it could lead to the Zona Twenty Three crossover Russell Rager dreams that I have. <laughs> good God! Or could get leading to you know that ring floating. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, floating ring Zona Twenty Three style Russell Rager. Those are all things that I would love. And you I would have ICP at every fucking show if it meant they could afford <laughs> to do that shit. And I'll say this: if ICP actually shows up, 
they have already become a better guest than a a guest that everybody loved named Sid. Or Ray Phoenix. He just no-showed <laughs> yeah. somebody else again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ICP shows up. They're better than Sid and fucking Ray Phoenix. Like, and, and those are those are two people that obviously have enough credentials to be well loved by everybody, but didn't fucking show because they're pieces of shit. Fun fact: Sid is a better rapper than either member of ICP. So I mean, there's. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> when did he? When did he rap? <laughs> <laughs> did he rap at one point oh i don't know but it okay. couldn't be worse dude he's a part of that era where there was a lot of like music and wrestling not wwe and i figured oh fuck maybe he was with some other organization and cut a fucking record stop the macho man do be be a man hogan is 100 percent better than every icp album <laughs> I'll 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 move on with this topic. I actually did find uh, Hulk Hogan's album this past weekend. Five bucks at the exchange. Which one? The the wrestling boot one. Okay, okay. WCW. I think that's WCW era. Yeah. But for five, maybe I thought maybe you were talking about Pile Driver. Uh, I have on the cover of Pile Driver. I don't have that one for some reason because I love wrestling music. That was never released on CD, only vinyl and VHS. That is a classic. Really? Yes. <laughs> that is a fucking oh, that's fantastic. classic. I, eventually, I do want to buy that. I do have the wrestling album, though, which is the one right before that. Anyway, uh, we're not here to talk about uh, Hulk Hogan or Macho Man. C- kind of ICP, but we're, we're done with that. So let's move on to the actual card and... Let's start with Eric Ryan versus Mance fucking Warner. How much blood do we see in this match? Let's start with Charlie. Well, I will not be ringside, so hopefully I don't get sprayed with Mance or blood this time. Um, I think we see a little bit. Not, not a lot. I don't think they're going to go outrageous with it, but it'll be fun. This is going to be an AIW-style death match, so I'm looking forward to it. Mance has uh, been going pretty hard for a while now coming back from his collapsed lung and mm-hmm. Eric Ryan has been doing crazy shit for a long time now. So it should be fun coming back from the shopping cart incident. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty rough too. <laughs> um, how many doors do we see in this Stacy? Oh boy. At least, I don't know, three, four, maybe I would say four is the high, the high side estimate. Um, I, I really hope I look, I love violence, obviously, but I really hope that some of the other matches tone shit back a little bit to make this feel real special. Um, because I, I don't know, man, you kind of get desensitized over the night. If it's like, Oh, this match has crazy amount of weapons. And then this match has crazy amount of weapons and spots on like doors and shit. Like I, man, I would love it if this is like, the only match other than maybe like one spot or two in some other matches that is like this and that they go way fucking over the top with it. Yeah, these oh, these two fucking love Mance Warner and love Eric Ryan. This I, I think 2020 is going to be a big year for Mance Warner. Uh, if not in AIW, it's going to be a big year elsewhere. He's had a pretty good 2019, don't you guys think? 
He's a contender for 2019 being uh, his year. He's Mance has done a lot this year. Uh, Eric Ryan has done a lot. I think 2020 could be Eric Ryan's the year. Eric Ryan finally gets the respect that he's been due for a long time. Uh, we just uh, watched Welcome to the Party, Pal, uh, earlier this week, and the difference from last December to this December for guys like Mance Warner and some of these other guys is night and day difference to where they were then to where they are now as far as their star power, their drawing power, and just their quality of their matches. So I feel like uh, both these guys are just uh, they're going to do uh, this is going to be amazing and they're going to do so much more in the future like this is all these matches on this card are just ridiculous for, for this exact reason like just there's not a, a dull match on this card it's ridiculous I think that's where we are with AIW I don't feel like there's we get a many cards where there's some where there's dull matches there's, there's a lot of great AIW regulars uh, there's a lot AIW uh, special guests, like not necessarily a guy like Too Cold or ICP, but like people, like they're not roster members, but they're not special guests. They're like that middle ground people, like you know, Cloak Band and Hornswoggle, like mm-hmm. just there's, they have so, like I said, such a good roster. And then there's you know a handful of people that AIW can use at any moment that they don't normally use, whether they be students who a lot of them have built up great reputations and are, are very entertaining. And then you have people, I, I hate mentioning his name, but I mean, fuck it. He, and he's not on this card. Maybe he comes back. Tim fucking danced. He shows up and that that's still like, that's more uh, star power. People people that are uh, fans are invested in. And it, it, it's, I think it's hard for AW to pull together a, a doll cart, even if they do an all-student show. Starting off, like a lot of people looked at those as doll cards, and now we're to a point, fuck, I want to see all the students. Yeah, I, I think there's something to be said for how deep the roster is now that you're able to do things. Like, they, when's the last time Ego was in? I mean, the Winchester for Janela's last show, right? Yeah, and I, I think he's only been at AAW two or three times this year. Like, he's only done Winchester shows and that's it so yeah he's he's now in a group with guys like colt who you know when they when they show up it's special because it's only a couple times a year hell matt cross is I was just local. about to mention that yeah and now he, and he's a, he's just he's booked so much that he's a rarity yeah and you know we got regulars so many like good like i said good regulars it's AIW has built itself up to be a great, great promotion. Like compared to when I first started, uh, before we went to Black Label Pro the night before, because Caden uh, stayed over here, we watched my first show, and there was like a couple dark matches that are on the IWTV feed and they're on the DVD too. And me and him both were like, we don't remember these people, and we don't know where the fuck they are now. And I don't know if that says something about the kind of talent that AIW has pulled in. Uh, between now and then, and I kind of keep running, or maybe they were just people that didn't didn't last for whatever fucking reason. But yeah, this is uh, it's one reason why I love AIW as a whole. Uh, really, when it comes down to it, that when I uh, was someone asked on Twitter like, "What's your favorite promotion?" Not WWE and AEW. I was like AIW. That's hands down. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's let's uh, let's get into another match and uh, a rematch. Alex Shelley versus Lee Moriarty. Uh, and, you know, this is entitled The Rematch. They had a match at 
Uh, Akron, correct? Yep. And we're going to have it now on Fight TV. And Alex Shelley, has, he hasn't lost yet, right? Since being in AIW? I believe that is true. He has not lost a match yet. I don't want to. I don't want to go into predictions right now, but I mean, this is going to be a statement match for for Lee. Potentially, this. I mean, this is another dude I'd love to see have a really great breakout year in 2020. Lee has a lot of fucking talent, and it's going to be on display. And I haven't really did the, did the full pitch for Fight TV, but if you know, if you're listening to this and you can't make it to Cleveland, like do the Fight TV route. Uh, it's amazing where we have gone with. Uh, streaming since you know AIW first tried it years ago. Now it, it's dependable. Reliable. I've not heard too many horrible things about a lot of the feeds, but fuck, if you, like I said, you can't be there. This is going to be where to fucking be. And there's even a lot of fans that will do both. Like I haven't bought the stream for this, but the idea that ICP might do commentary and sometimes actually if there's cool shit, I love buying it because then I come home and like rewatch like the cool shit that I want to rewatch instantly. So you know, quick. Quick plug out there for the Fight TV stream. Um, so yeah, what uh, what do you guys think about this match? Start with uh, Charlie. So their match in Akron um, was probably one of my favorite matches this year. Uh, and after it it happened, uh, you and I were talking, and I was like, man, I was like, I feel like this is a setup for for Lee to to get better and come back and have that rematch. And I told him that at a local another local show and. Uh, then he, he got his rematch, and I'm so excited for it. And I think that uh, this is going to be a, um, a moment for Lee, and um, I'm just really excited for it. How do you feel, Stacey? Man, how can you not be excited for Lee Moriarty, right? Like, anybody who has followed Lee pre him being in AIW knows how big this is for him. Like, the scope of where he was wrestling and who he was wrestling a year ago versus where he's at now, where he's on his rematch with Alex fucking Shelley. Also, how lucky are we that for the past however many shows, we've had Alex Shelley on, like, every fucking show. That match that he had with Lee was great. The match he just had with Eric Stevens was maybe match of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... But for Lee, man, like you talk about people who've had a great 2019 and Mance Warner had a great 2019. Lee fucking Moriarty has had a goddamn of a 2019. Like mm-hmm. it is amazing. The 2019 he's had. I think I I think this could be the as far as like a real wrestling as a wrestling match, not like a spectacle, but the quality of wrestling that you're going to see in a match, I think this is the match of the night. I can see that. Like I said, this is going to be Lee on display to the world once again. I mean, granted, I believe he's been on other fight streams, but this is going to be him against Alex Shelley, and people are going to have a reason to to watch him. Um, Yeah, so yeah, I do agree. 2019 for Lee has been great. I mean, like you said, the fact of basically a year ago, the beginning of this year, he hadn't even debuted. He wasn't even a technical roster member. And then does the tryout, gets gets on the card, gets a pretty big ovation, and you know, look look where he is now. And I mean, all three of us have seen him wrestle other places, and it's not a knock on those places, but 
a lot of the places where I had seen Lee prior to him getting this opportunity, he was the best guy on the card or one of the best guys on the card. And the other guys that were on those cards that were the best guys are guys who were already at AIW. Yeah. So, like, ah, man, Lee Moriarty is, like, the feel-good story of indie wrestling this year. I mean, the thing's a fucking work, but he's on the PWI 500. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, yeah, man, I'm so happy. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. You know who's not happy for Lee are the squirrels from Pittsburgh, PA. They are not fans <laughs> of Lee. I, I, I've heard this. I've heard that they avoid him like the plague and that they refuse to be a supporter of Lee. And uh, it's unfortunate, but we're, we're all supporters of him and uh, we stand with him uh, coming this Friday. And I uh, can't wait to hopefully see his hand raised. I know we're not doing predictions, but it'd be that feel-good story. All right. Yeah, in that case, we'll move on to the what's going to definitely be the main event of the evening. Absolute title match. Matthew fucking Justice with Bill Alfonso versus Joshua Bishop with Wes Barkley versus Filthy Tom Lawler. Oh, I, I wanted to come into this show where it was just Matt versus josh kind of like this has been the feud of of the year in aiw but you throw in filthy give him one one more shot at it give him a fair shot at it this this is gonna be a great fucking match this this is on my uh, top three matches of the night just uh, what i'm looking forward to and one's not technically a match that we know of but this right here fucking bishop justice lawler how are you feeling about this match, Stacey? Wow. It's oh, wait a minute. Are you gonna be front row to catch Matt Justice? I I do have a front row ticket for this show, yeah. Okay. All's well I, in the I, world. I have a front row ticket. I don't know if I'll get the seat, but I have the ticket. So um uh, I think I think it'll work out. This match is so a lot of times a crowd gets real tired by the time the main event comes around, right? It's a long night. Mm-hmm. You've been in the building since six thirty, six o'clock, whatever. It's at this point ten thirty. You've been in, you know, four yeah. hours around wrestling. It can t- wear you out. On top of real world shit, depending on like people getting up early, uh, working a full day, coming in. So yeah, by the time you yeah, get that part the, of the night, it's, it's the holidays. You've had a mm-hmm. couple of days where you probably didn't get a lot of sleep, dealing with your family and uh, obligations with you know Christmas being Wednesday and everything. Um, yeah, so. This match, there is no way people won't be fucking on the edge of the goddamn seat, standing, losing their fucking mind. Like, this is the craziest main event that AIW's had in a while. It's amazing. I can't even I can't even imagine what this match is gonna fucking be like. It's gonna be chaos. It's gonna be absolute fucking chaos. And I can't wait. How about you, Charlie? Yeah, uh it's like you said, chaos. This is gonna be something that's I mean, the story that's entwined with these three guys and the absolute title and all the unpredictable things that could just come into play here. It's it's God, I love AIW for, for these crazy moments like this. Um, as as much as, you know, I'm not a fan of certain aspects, I, I have come to love the craziness that Justice brings to his matches and uh I for him to be defending the title uh, that he just won, I I don't see it 
being uh, not up to par for things that he's done in the past. So it's just he's gonna he's gonna have to go all out to to retain over these two guys. It's gonna be insane. And uh, yeah, this match absolutely main event anywhere. It's gonna be good stuff. And how do you? I mean, there's a reason for you to want any of these guys to win. Uh, maybe not Josh for a lot of people, but there's definitely like, there's going to be support behind each of these dudes. There's, there's people who definitely would like to see Tom back with the belt. There are people who fucking are very happy that Matt is the champ. There are people who really wanted Josh to get the title and And he got it for a very small window of time. He had it. Um, it's this, the, the story that goes into this match and the the time that was spent to get everything to this point, I, I think everybody needs to take a minute and appreciate because not a lot of other indies really focus on actual storytelling throughout their shows. And there's been a lot of it to get to hear uh, at the last show of the year. I, I Man, hats fucking off to everybody at AIW for the fucking work they put in because that, there's not a lot of other indie feds that could have a main event to end their year out that really encompassed the storytelling of the year as well as this did i mean i can't wait you could say that this whole match started its build at seven year itch with actually no not seven year itch uh what was the uh, was it gauntlet uh the first bishop versus uh justice uh, that the hip hop off the balcony that show? No, no, no. The yeah, the first one I got the graphic up here. It was at uh, Gauntlet because that's when Josh won. Right, right, originally, right. If I'm correct, then there was the rematch that Bishop also won. That led into and Matt and Tom were both in the championship match at Jersey. Yeah, at Slumber Party Massacre. Mm-hmm. Then. Obviously, at Absolution, uh, there's an, another rematch between Bishop and Justice. That's when Matt wins the title back. And then later that night, you start the feud with Bishop and uh, Filthy Tom. And that, and obviously, we had the whole time where Bishop is going up against the likes of well, him and Wes are going up against Nick Gage and Filthy Tom. And we lead to the Hell, Hell on Earth match. And then... Also, we got to mention the the Jaylet tournament where Justice won. Boom. And it just, there's so many. T- I, mean, I never really thought about it from that angle. But yeah, like this match has is a part of a build because I don't even want to say it's done. This is part of a build that goes back to Gauntlet for the Gold. Might have its final match here at this show. It might be at Absolution next year. We'll see. No, no matter what, it's good. And it's been good the oh, whole yeah. time. Oh yeah. And and again, it's it's a thing where it's like the dedication to actually worry about that kind of shit and follow through with it and not just throw, you know, whatever up on the card and then the next month it's whatever that month. You know what I mean? There's it, a continuity and I, I respect that. Yeah, there there's a lot with AIW that I I love because it's such a m- m- mixed bag. Yeah, you get your storyline matches like this. But then you get, and I'll, let's go, it's basically a storyline match too. everything with Alex Shelley and Lee Moriarty. But then you get Manders versus Nick Gage, Eric Stevens versus Eddie Kingston, uh, 
KTB versus Wheelie Yuta versus M Dog versus Two Cold Scorpio. Are there any storylines in those matches? Not really, but they're going to be fun. They're going to be great. And sometimes matches like this, a random pairing going back to Gauntlet for the Gold last year, it was just, yeah, Bishop had earned a title shot, everything he had went through with Dom. And instead of just being like a simple title defense, like that was the beginning of a of a feud that he also added Filthy Tom. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Any more thoughts on it, Charlie? Uh, no, man. We, we, we covered it pretty well. All right. Um, we'll go into a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back right after this. You wake up every morning. Get yourself out of bed and look in the mirror and realize that you don't recognize the person looking back at you. You don't feel as whole as you should. You feel about half empty. You get in your car and go about your daily activities and you think about all the opportunities that you missed. Opportunities you didn't take. Doors you left closed instead of open. You think about all the things that you could have done and the things that you chose to do instead. Well, that's where I come in. My name is Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, and I am not only a motivational speaker, but I am a personal development coach, and my three principle system has changed the lives of countless people all over the world. I invite all of you to stay with me today and listen as I help you change your lives and give all of you a new beginning. But now you're asking yourself, Dr. Dan, are you going to tell us what the DCR system is? And I will tell you now. The three simple principles that change everyone's lives. Dedication, confidence, and respect. D, C, and R. If one is dedicated to themselves, confident in oneself, and respectful of oneself, there is nothing that they cannot accomplish. Those three principles are the building blocks of anything you wish to achieve. If you just remember D, C, and R, there is nothing that you cannot accomplish. But sometimes you feel that isn't enough. Sometimes you need to be a little more focused on the task at hand. But don't worry. To go along with dedication, confidence, and respect, you can always remember Rule number one. All right, we're gonna go back to the card, and we're gonna we're gonna make our picks for everything we got so far. First, let's start off with Eric Stevens versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, we know that Eric Stevens is gonna be hanging him up in April. Eddie Kingston was supposed to be hanging him up at the end of this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Eddie, but I think this is a tough call between them. What do you think, Stacy? Oh man, you know, I I think you're right. I think it's probably going to be Eddie, but it, this is a toss-up, man. It could really be either guy. I man, if I had one hope, and I'm sure we'll do some of this on the year-end wrap-up show, but man, I have one hope for this year and it's that Eric Stevens changes his fucking mind and doesn't quit wrestling in March and keeps wrestling cuz man, Eric Stevens is a fucking gift from wrestling this year. So fucking good. But yeah, I think it's going to be Kingston. Fun in the ring, good dude, and fun on Twitter at the same time. What do you think, Charlie? Uh, 
Eric is coming off that loss last month. Um, Kingston is coming off a win. Kingston is sort of still in the title picture. Uh, I'm going to go with Eddie as well. So what you're saying is Eric Stevens is not on a tear, but Eddie <laughs> is kind of on a tear. I, I almost want to say that I have a feeling he may uh, get himself involved in the main event. So That'd be I, I feel like I feel like he's got some unfinished business with certain parties. Okay. So yeah, I mean maybe, maybe uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Could be. Next up, we have one called Manders versus Nick Gage. Uh, Manders in a non-Big Twan match, a non-Scramble match, going up against Nick fucking Gage. I, I do love me some Manders, but MDK all day. I got to go with Nick Gage. Who do you got, Charlie? Uh, Manders told me to bring a, a change of pants because this match is going to be batshit insane. Um, I'm going to go Manders. How about you, Stacey? Uh, is there a question? <laughs> MDK. Fuck yeah. That cowboy's going to get the shit beat out of him. <laughs> uh, one match that, as of this recording, there's no graphic for, and I don't know if we're going to know a lot of stuff going into it. Oh, hey, hey, careful. You're in there, too? Not sure. I, I do weird stuff when I'm in Ohio. I can't explain it. That's very true. There's no hey, numbers in there. Hey, listen, sure. you tried really hard tonight. The, you know? The... Tried your best, but your best just wasn't good enough yet. Uh, but BSK, me, hey, I am undefeated since I came back to AIW, and you know why? Because I dropped the funny stuff. This isn't funny. No one's supposed to be having fun while they wrestle, right? So how about how about this? You and I, we team up, Team Creative Pro. You know, our boy Gar Hawkins. He's our trainer, kind of sometimes. You and I team up. We take on those other guys, those AIW student guys. Hey, they're really proud. I say, you and I, we show them why our boy is on the main roster. He's at the dance. And, and their boy, he's still in the minor he's leagues. A, he's, he's trying. He's doing his best. Catholic, Just like you. Catholic school dance. Catholic school dance. Okay. You got you to join me. I'll show you the winning ways. Winning ways? I don't have to punch around the balls, though. What? Who did that? Nobody. Right. I was kidding. I was kidding. Right. Good joke. One. You did, right? I didn't see it. I did. I was a part of the barricade at the time. You don't have to be a part of the barricade anymore. Great. Join me, be a part of this, we're going to do great. And maybe we'll call our uh, Bear Brothers. Four of us take on you two and, I don't know, whoever else you got around. You got their number? Eight, six, seven, five, three, or nine. That's it. Hey, I tell show you guys what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Where? Where that mean? It means we're going to beat him. We're going back Why? So that was the promo from VSK and CPA. I don't know what to make of it, except for we know it's going to basically be Create-A-Pro versus AIW, and Team Create-A-Pro is going to be CPA, VSK, and Bear Country versus I have no idea who's supposed to be on Team AIW. That could uh, we could have some speculation of who we think is going to be in it. Uh, for me, if I were to pick, if there was going to be teams to go up against those four men, I'm thinking you almost got to have the tag team champions. They're not in a match on this card as of right now, and 
maybe the production. So before we get into like picks of, because actually this this one we're not going to pick because it's hard to pick when we don't know a full team. So what are your thoughts on this, Stacey? Of who do you think is going to be the team AIW? Uh, you know that's a good question. I I went back and I looked. Uh, while there hasn't been a lot posted about this from AIW, uh, the potato felt that he should probably tell people about it on Facebook. Uh, so he said that it is, you're right, CPA, VSK, and Bear Country. Uh, they challenged Dominic Garini to bring his crew of AIW handcrafted talent for a huge eight-man. I don't know if that means Dom's going to be in this match, or if it's going to be four people Dom picks to be in this match. Uh, I would think uh, if it's hand-picked talent from Dom that it's going to be uh, a few of the students or maybe someone like PME who doesn't seem to have another match that I've seen announced on this card. Um, so I think, I think it could be like PME and the Bitcoin boys, or maybe, you know, Chuck Stone and Arthur MacArthur get a little, a little rub on the fight TV stream. Uh, whoever it is, man, they're going to be in for some shit. Cause bear country is no joke. I think PME and, bulking season would be a fun dynamic just because I want to see bear country in the ring with bulking season. That could be fun, but what sparked my interest now, what Stacy said with it possibly being Bitcoin and PME. Now they just came off a title match that was really, really heated. Yes. What if now they got a team to defend AIW? Um, that could be very interesting. There could be some very interesting dynamics there. That that kind of sparks my interest. But bulking season would be a lot of fun too. So I mean, that that's my first go to would be like bulking season, and uh, maybe PME, maybe another, maybe Bitcoin and bulking season together. Uh, and you know, PME has a title match against you know production since production's been on a tear. Well, and that's another possibility is uh, do the production have a match announced for the show? No, but we know that they will be in attendance. The other thing is to and it's it, it's a, I have a love hate relationship with it. The fact that there are pre-show matches that that are unannounced. It's I love that they're unannounced. So you don't know who's going to be in it. You don't know who's going up against who there's so much fun in just the guessing game but when we're trying to do right now of guess it's like all right uh we're, we're like we think bitcoin boys but like maybe bitcoin boys are in a pre-show match so once we see them it's like all right um they're not in it okay so who, who else is there i think i had counted out uh bitcoin boys to be honest but with the whole idea of maybe you put pme and bitcoin boys together because there's going to be a, a title match maybe again in the future and because we just had the one title defense maybe there's more to that story that would be kind of cool but at the same time i i think it should be fan favorites that are going up against create a pro it's almost like we have a, a home team versus an away team figured sure i mean figured does tuan have an announced match no Oh no, but he could definitely. Yeah, I like to see him in there with Bear Country. That'd be good. Fuck yeah, PME Tuan and Dom. Dom. Yeah, throw Dom Ooh. in there. 
See, that's another. I think I think PME almost has to be in it. You've also got Dan and Parker Pierce. We do. They don't have anything announced either. Now I really want Big Twan in this fucking match. Just, I want to see him go up against both members of Bear Country at the same time. Oh my god. Oh no. They gotta be AIW students. I was like, imagine Bear Country versus the Fuckets. <laughs> There's all kinds of dream matches with Bear Country at this point. <laughs> I am extremely happy they're back though. And actually, I've said this before, like a lot of creative pro wrestlers that we get are fun. They're great. I love them all. There's more that I'd love to see, but that's, you know, we'll see if that happens over time. But yeah, um, we have our, we have our picks in for who we, who we think could potentially be that. And like we said, no, no real reason to pick a winner when we don't know a whole team. Uh, started uh or at least attempted to start recording this episode aiw released the graphic for team creator pro versus team aiw and it will be bear country cpa and vsk comprising team creator pro like we thought and then team aiw is going to be dominic greeny big twan tucker and pme I don't have uh, Charlie and Stacy on the call right now. Uh, just me recording afterwards, uh, 24 hours later. And uh, yeah, so we I was also told, uh, because I am not a part of the AAW Patreon as of right now, that there is another match that's going to be announced that you will not be hearing on this particular episode. I'm doing the final editing of it all right now, so... I don't know what it is, and uh, by the time the show happens, that match will be announced, and unfortunately, the editing for this episode will be done. So, back to the show. Next up, 40 acres of Trey Lamar and AJ Gray versus, has there been a, 
explanation for this name, the group chat, Hornswoggle, and Colt Cabana. We kind of always get Colt Cabana either at Hell on Earth or the December show, so it makes sense that he's here. Love Colt Cabana at this show, but if I'm going to pick a winner, Colt Cabana doesn't have a great winning record in AIW, so I'm going to go 40 Acres. How do you feel about it, Stacy? Which version of 40 Acres is it? It is Trey Lamar and AJ Gray. Oh, uh, yeah, they're going to win. No? Yep. But I'm really excited about this match. It's good to have Swaggle back. He missed a show, at least one show. Uh, it's always good to have Colt back. I don't know. I like Colt Cabana. Um, it's obviously there's going to be some comedy to this match. But, uh, yeah, man, AJ Gray and Trey are both dudes who, like, again, 2019, hell of a year for both of those dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I just, I don't see Swoggle and, and Colt winning. It's going to be, it's going to be 40 acres. If we want to talk about great years, I think the formation of 40 acres and how it came about and everything, it just gave a lot of purpose to PB Smooth, AJ Gray, and Trey Lamar. I mean, you had no consequences with Trey Lamar and AJ Gray, but that, that kind of just fell apart one reason or another. And you throw PB in after he lost. The absolute title. This it's it was a fucking match made in heaven, and they've they've killed it. I've I've loved them ever since they formed. Hey, I I just thought of something. I want to go back to that last match for a second. Okay. I want to put in officially who I think Dom picks as his team. Okay. If Dom is not a part of that team, I think it's going to be PME, Big Twan, and a returning Chase Oliver. Oh, I would. I was thinking, which God we know is not going to happen. Imagine PME, Big Twan, and I thought you were going this route, a returning Kaplan. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, that that's a whole different thing. But I just, you know, I don't know anything, but I just have this feeling like it's it's got to be due. It's got to be time for Chase to be getting back in an AIW ring. Yeah, I think it is, too. If, if not now, I would say potentially Gauntlet, but... I think Gauntlet's on maybe on the new schedule of being in April. Not 100% sure yet. I have dates, but I don't know what's what. I think I may be wrong. You know, the, the internet all blurs together over a period of time, but I could have swore I saw a Chase post that he may have had his first match back somewhere already. I believe he he has been wrestling, but not right now. And I'm mean, granted, it's it's would be perfect, but maybe a little bit playing the devil's advocate, but not trying to be a dick, but maybe him being a surprise return during the gauntlet is like a bigger deal. And then they move into something with him there. Sure. I hey, man, I'm just spitballing shit. Like I said, I don't know anything. Yeah. I believe he had his first match back at uh QCW in last month. Yeah. I was there for it. He was pretty good. He's, he doesn't look like he missed a step. So, uh, so we all got our picks in on 40 acres group chat. I didn't. Okay. I didn't think you uh, did. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go 40 acres as well, though. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I like both guys a lot and, uh, I, I want to see them in the title picture soon. So yeah, that'd be a good one. Next up we have KTB versus Wheeler Yuta versus M dog, Matt cross versus two cold Scorpio or people do like to refer to him going back to, uh, Wheeler Yuta as Wheeler Cuta. Need to get that right. Um, that, that's going to be my pick, Wheelie Yuta. Um, it's going to be a fun fucking match, though. Uh, hoping, hoping we get Grandma Cross. I'd love me some Grandma Cross, but 
that remains to be seen. Who do you got on this, Charlie? Grandma Cross mixed with Juggalos. Oh, my. Um, I'm going to go Matt Cross. No more explanation, Matt Cross. He's, he's the guy for it. How about you, Stacey? Man, I'm excited to see Two Cold Scorpio. I haven't seen him wrestle in person since I was a kid. Uh, I would love to see Grandma Cross in a room full of Juggalos. <laughs> I think that sounds fucking fantastic. <sighs> Uh, and but I would like I would, no, and I would like to see Matt win in front of her. I can't remember the last time I saw him win with her there. Like it's just always she's there at the corner with fucking excited, and then he loses. <laughs> so I I I'm gonna go with Matt Cross in the hopes that a we get Grandma Cross in a room full of juggalos, and that she gets to see Matt win. I just realized that there's gonna be a little bit of appreciation from the juggalos. With Matt Cross because he was in the backyard wrestling game. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Do I want to have Whoop times too? Now I kind of want them to sign my <laughs> backyard wrestling video game. Fuck. I didn't think about that. Well, you bought one of those really nice posters, didn't you? Yeah, but that thing is big. Granted, it's, it's going to be rolled up, but I like that just Matt and uh, M-Dog have signed that. Like I got that, the DVD, but they're not really in the DVD, but they're in, they're in the game. Yeah. Did you give us who you thought was going to win, Charlie? Yeah, I said Matt Cross. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Alex Shelley versus Lee Moriarty in the rematch. I really want Lee to win, but if this is something I was putting money on, I'm going to go with the winning streak that is Alex Shelley. Hard to go up against him right now. Sorry, Lee. Makes Seems to be the right pick. Anyway, how do you, who do you think, Stacy? Oh, uh, man, I got to go with Lee. I want to see Lee win. I, I realize that the odds are very much against Lee winning this match, but God damn it, I would have seen Lee win. I pick Lee. Same. I, I, Lee's Lee's got to win this one. He, uh, I think that he, after that first match, the nerves are kind of off a little bit. There might be a little bit added pressure for this being the second match, but I think Lee's got this. I think he's he's got something in his pocket here. I w- I really want Lee to win. I just I think I picked him on the last time. So. If- he wins. That's my reverse psychology, and it worked. <laughs> but I'm picking Alex Shelley because you kind of have to go with that. Uh, anyway, next up we have Eric Ryan versus Mance Warner. I got to go with Mance Warner, baby. Who you got, Stacy? The people. The people win. <laughs> We're getting to see this fucking match. Oh, man. Um, You know what? I'm going to go with old Mancer. I think Mance wins this match. But I think it's going to be a bloodbath, and it's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, I'm going to go Mance as well. Uh, he's he's won my heart in the in the last couple months, and uh, yeah, I'm going to go Mance. That leaves us with one match: Matthew Justice versus Joshua Bishop versus Filthy Tom Lawler for the AIW Absolute Championship. Who do you guys got winning? I'm tough but i'm gonna go with matt justice retaining who do you got charlie uh i'm gonna go with justice as well um i don't think he's uh gonna lose it just yet stacy so i'm gonna pick matt justice of course i mean who else would i pick but let me say this you know bishop is gonna have Wes on the outside tom while it seems like he might be by himself Obviously, Nick Gage has had his back for a while. 
Justice just has Bill Alfonso outside. We all love Fonzie, but what's Fonzie going to do with Nick Gage or Wes, you know? However, Matt does seem to have a little crew these days who are both going to be there. Uh, And I don't see the second gear crew letting Matt lose this title on the first defense. Uh, Matt, Matt's going to walk out your champion still. Yeah. Clean sweep for Matt Justice and picks, but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this all, all plays out. And it was kind of mentioned on Twitter or uh, no mentioned on the podcast, uh, AW podcast, you know, Matt, it's got Alfonso Bishop. is going to have Wes. Who the fuck is going to have Lawler's back or does he need anybody to have his back? Well, we'll see at the show. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a preview. Any, uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs uh, before we go start with Charlie. Uh, just my podcast, not ready for primetime wrestling, new episodes every Sunday. Uh, we have our year in review episode this coming Sunday and my Twitter is Charlie underscore butters. Uh, I'm a no K follow. <laughs> How about you, Stacy? Uh, there are two new episodes, uh, for two different things that I do that both come through on the same uh, super fantastic channel. Uh, there is going to be the first of the horror movie episodes, which by the time you hear this, it's already up and available, uh, covering Black Christmas by Bob Clark. So that's the first one of those. It's me and my friend Jason. We kind of go over the history of the movie. We talk about uh, things you might not know about it. Um, and it's a uh, It's a kind of a new thing I'm trying to do. The other thing that will be popping up uh, before New Year's is a roundtable discussion for Super Chantastic between Ed, myself, and Jonah. And we answer some questions that came through on Twitter and just kind of have a general talk about Chris Chan. Uh, Because I've like shielded myself off from new information, I learned all kinds of shit that I had no clue about. Uh, that blew my fucking mind. Uh, so uh, that'll be available next week. And uh, the horror movie episode's available now at uh, Super Fantastic, wherever you get your podcasts from. And I'm at Stacy Silvers on Twitter. Um, follow me, I guess. I don't. <laughs> um, for me, uh, actually, I get on my social media posts. There's other stuff going on. Uh, there was the Christmas episode that was released. Yes, it was released yesterday. Yes, it's over two hours long. I try to get it shorter than that, but that's just what happens when two friends just keep talking. So if whether it takes you however long to listen to that, it's it's whatever. Just please download it. Please, 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 please download it. Um, does I do like seeing when the numbers stay and that instead of interviews where they just people wait to listen to them wait to download them um absolutely to me it was a fun episode fun conversation and then also not on the wrestling cheers feed uh the show does get released on the trending topics network a day afterwards so that's like a network that i helped create years and years ago so one show that i have that's kind of like my side show that i i just do when i have the chance do when i have something to talk about and uh episode that as of this recording i'm working on but it should be out christmas should have been out christmas eve or christmas day and that is where i sit down with actually my best friend of 20 years a little surprise at the end 
of the episode, but me and him have been friends for a very, very, like I said, long time, 20 years. And uh, it was really cool. Me and him have never done a podcast together and we just kind of shot the shit. Uh, if you are a fan of ICP, that was, he's actually one of the people that helped get me into ICP. And we talk about that. Uh, and he will be at this particular AIW show. So I'm really looking forward to it. So that's something you can catch on the Trending Topics Network. And, uh, Myself, like always, at Heavyset330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, much like this show is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers, email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at WaterManeuver.net. Like I said before, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Your Vision Showcase, Old School at the Movies, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Let the Hate Flow Through You, Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, Road Home from Wrestling, Haunted Home Video, The IndieCast, Center of the Universe, So Bros Network, UXWA Today, Big Gold Bell Podcast, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Spotlight Series, I Got Your Five Stars, Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling, and It's Evolution, Baby. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, Mouse's Wrestling Adventure, Sickening Pitchers, Good Company, Stay Tough, Smokin' Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name... And send your mama straight up to the stove. Tell that bitch to bring home some fake Later. Later. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Would you like you get a Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name.